We love our AAF. Here we are. Take aim. Only team to have a clinched playoff spot. San Antonio next week. Who's the only team to beat the Apollos? Arizona. Arizona. I was at the Arizona game. We'll get into that a little later. But yeah, Orlando looking great, you know, like they have all season. Most polished offense I once think again. Almost I don't want I don't want to say every game, but almost every game they play, they've had a pick six. It's nuts. Their defense, like all all around, they're playing really well. Their quarterback has eleven touchdowns, one interception. Orlando looks like the clear-cut champion right now. I would not have said that weeks ago, but after they just whipped on the iron and beat them by 17, I j- granted Arizona won, sure. Iron lost to Memphis this week. Iron had fallen. After, I think that Orlando loss threw them off their, their, their pedestal, and they kind of got came crashing down to earth. Orlando's the best team. They're the champion. Might as well just give them the title right now. Well, making the postseason... Mic drop. <laughs> Comparing Birmingham to another ground and pound offense we know and love, it it does sound like that kind of offense that is going to get you to a slightly above average season and a, a postseason berth, like maybe a seven and five or eight and four in college football and making the Outback Bowl or something. Good lord, and winning and winning the Outback he keeps Bowl. Keeps coming at him against uh, Mississippi State, right? Yeah, they beat Mississippi yeah. State this year. Hey, Iowa State lost their bowl game, and they didn't get off the bus in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Nebraska didn't even They've come close. They've had a great year athletically, but disappointing ends, and I'm expecting more. I'll always be honest about my team. Four and Iowa, eight, I mean. Iowa was the better football and basketball team this year. You better isolate that, because you might never hear it again. <laughs> yeah, good thing it's recorded. I'll get that to you, Brandon. I'll send you the link. <laughs> and the Hawkeyes will only get better. I don't know about that. They have the same team. <laughs> who who is Iowa State returning? Aren't the, aren't all their guys seniors? Yeah, they're all gone. Uh, oh, David are, Munger. Uh, so they're just Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. No, I'm talking about basketball. Oh, I'm not talking about football. No basketball. Uh, Wigginton is definitely not going. After, uh, oh right, Wigginton. He's a so sophomore. He's a sophomore. Okay. Um, Horton Tucker's a freshman. Halliburton is a freshman. Uh, Michael Jacobson is a junior. Mike uh, George Condit is a freshman. Iowa State's going to be back. They're only, okay. They're only I don't, losing. No, they're only I've losing. never watched Iowa State exactly. until the sweet right? se- until the tournament. I didn't ever watch we're them. Stuck in the echo chamber of our own teams, and that's mm. okay to admit. Not me. My team's terrible. <laughs> uh, Tim Miles got fired. By the way, we will get hey, to that. Fred Hoiberg's the favorite. Hoiberg, baby. We will get to that. I thought that was pretty interesting. He could be my mayor. <laughs> oh my Your body is. I'll sing John Mayer all night. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> that was a that was a great poll. Thank you. Uh, back to the AAF. That's what happens Pull when you back. date someone that went to Iowa State for five years. You back. pick up on this stuff. I did this. I started this by comparing Birmingham to Iowa football. You did. You did. My fault this time. You know, I watched Memphis. Johnny Manziel undefeated overtime. Johnny <laughs> football. It looked like Texas A&M all over again. I don't know, though. That other guy played really well. Uh, number 12. I can't remember his name. It's up in my mind. The other quarterback that played for Memphis. No, you only Met- watched Mettenberger. Met- yeah. Yeah, Met- Mettenberger actually played well. The- I think he had the game-winning touchdown, didn't he? Or was it Johnny? It was Johnny. It was Johnny. Okay. I'm fairly confident. But the problem with the AAF is the Offensive Player of the Week was Wolford, the Arizona quarterback. He had 212 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah. That is your Offensive Player of the Week in your whole league something needs to be done for the cohesion of this off these offenses. he should have been the west there's only one good 
offense that knows what they're doing and plays as a team, and that's Orlando. Yeah. I don't really think Birmingham offense has. Is, offense to hear you say in it. football is definitely, it takes time. Offense in football, it takes time. Definitely. Because there's a lot of moving parts, and everyone has to do their job. It's the first year of all yep. these coaching staff. Well, and all these players playing together. I think, right? the, th- I think the thing that it works... Will, it will get better. I think the thing that works for Orlando is that they they have an offensive-minded coach. And if I'm... Mike Riley's San Antonio's coach, or is he San Diego's? San Antonio, I think. And San Antonio, I think, is doing well because Mike Riley is more offensive-minded. I think this league is more of an offensive league. Yes, they have big hits, and there's a lot more contact in the NFL, but I think, I think this is a more offensive league than people realize. You need offense to win the game. Yeah, defense wins championships, offense wins the games. <laughs> this is the old uh, cliche. But from what I saw from Johnny Manziel, he's just trying he to get look, back to the NFL. He didn't look bad. But, I, yeah, I think he's on the... Getting into this league, and then now that he's had some time with it, they, they're obviously showing him off. The AAF was like, great, we'll bring in Johnny Football. That'll get us ratings. That's, oh, that's easily, they were opportunistic. But I, yeah, I think this is his NFL apology uh, tour to be like, look, I went and played in Canada, and I'm really remorseful for the bad things I did and the stupidity. And like, yeah, it's totally the please let me back Humility. apology yeah, it's, tour. It's, yeah. a, it's a humble and hungry move. What 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 can Johnny Manziel do to make an NFL roster? Nothing. I don't think he's an I NFL th- quarterback. That, that, no, yeah, that's what I'm going to say. No, I mean, I mean, ever. I mean, I I just don't see Johnny Manziel as being a guy who can play in the NFL. Memphis goes to the playoffs next year. Johnny Manziel is league MVP. I, <laughs> wow. I, I see him. No, I'm not saying that's going to happen. Oh, okay. I'm saying if that scenario plays out even somewhat that way, if he takes Memphis to the playoffs next year. I think he would be looked at for a backup somewhere. I mean, mm. come on, there's 32 NFL teams. He's a backup, yeah. I don't see him as a starter. Yeah, that's kind of, I guess, I just don't see him as... He doesn't as... have to start. Okay. But... but yeah, I could see him on a squad if that's the case, sure. Maybe. But he just, that style of football at quarterback position, just, it doesn't work in the NFL. But it doesn't work. But here's the thing, though. Is there going to be an AAF next year for Johnny Manziel to be the quarterback? <laughs> We don't talk about that. <laughs> don't don't look at the men behind the curtain sweating and trying to count money. Don't jinx us. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I feel like that's gonna, just going to be a thing with these, even when the XFL comes back, even though the XFL has Vince McMahon funding it and has put aside money to fund it, I imagine there's going to be rumors about the XFL folding right away. Because when these smaller football leagues come around, everybody has these ideas that they're going to fold. Because we were talking about this before we went on, on on the air, we were talking about how the NFL really doesn't need a, a foreign league. It doesn't need a G League because you have to spend at least three years in the college level. So that is your farm league. And I don't know. I think the AAF can survive, but it's going to be it's, it's a wait and see type thing. I don't scout teams were the farm. League. Right, yeah, and, and that teams don't have. They only have ten players, and that's what they're, they're not really. And that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get. I don't know. They're trying to get like practice squad guys right. no, from the this NFL. Is why it's better? They're it, trying. It's the AAF is better than a practice squad, but the AAF is not better than college football, in my opinion. That's from a that's from a TV or fan standpoint, not um, not talent, not wise. a talent of the players' standpoint, because the players in the AAF, they were 
former All NFL players. Stars, you know, yeah, they're, yeah, they're well, better than they're better than college teams. Better than some of the college teams. Probably not all of them, though. Alabama could beat Salt Lake. Clemson could. Clemson and Clemson, Alabama. Clemson could go down to Georgia and put the people's elbow on, on Atlanta. On Atlanta. That's probably. what I'm saying. Like those college teams, they are NFL like development. Yes, like they have. 20 guys on their team that are NFL players each year. Well, yeah, especially if you're Alabama or Clemson. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. like you can just get your guys from Alabama and Clemson. And then you get your, your skill guys. The West Coast produce a lot of skill guys. Mm-hmm. You're going to see that. that. That's just how it is. Like, the college game still has the athletes that are going to be in the draft. They're not going to get... Oh, like, absolutely. Yeah, it's like G League and, and college basketball. Yeah. Which one did Zion pick? You're never going to pick the G League. The G, the G League probably produces like 10 to 20 players in the NBA a year, maybe. Mm-hmm. And that's probably more because of injuries than actual, you know, out of necessity more than they're better. Yep. But looking at the, the West Division here, San Antonio is kind of taking control. But Arizona won... A very important game against Salt Lake or Salt Lake against San Diego <laughs> that I was at because they were both they were both three and three and this is the tiebreaker to maybe make the playoffs. Yeah, and the fans did not know that. <laughs> I was gonna say I watched I I turned that game on and I saw that there was just no one there. Okay, let me spin it for you though because <laughs> there wasn't anyone there. The amount of people that were there it's a very large stadium. The amount of people that were there would have filled up Drake Stadium. Would have filled up the Unidome. Where were they at on the top on the top deck? No, there. <laughs> Where? No, seriously, I'm I'm being serious. Dude, when I watch, when I look through the camera, I see a hundred people in the stands. Oh my gosh! Okay, no, that's what I was, see. There, there was, was the it, stands were empty. At least sixteen thousand people there. There's okay, but on the TV screen, I see no one. I don't know if from the TV they are showing the more shaded end zone, which was much more full than the other side. Oh yeah, probably. And which side of the stands because one of them of the along the field was much more full than the other as okay. well. Uh I would there were at least fifteen to sixteen thousand people there. It would have filled up any place in Iowa and we would care more. The fans I had great dude, I got seats for thirteen dollars a piece for two tickets, eight rows up, like in the corner of the end zone. It was amazing seats because they can't fill up a stadium this large. Mm-mm. But they could hear I think part of that is because of, to be honest, I don't think that they did enough preseason to show off that the AF is a thing, that it's happening. You know, guys like us know because we're not just because of the show, but we're like into sports and, you know, we want more football. We want more football and we care about this stuff. So we would know that. I don't think there was enough done for a lot of these teams for people to be like, oh yeah, we have a pro football team in the spring, you know? And I think that still, they still feel the effects of that to this day. The biggest cheer of the crowd was when they corrected the scoreboard <laughs> because they gave Arizona's second touchdown to San Diego on the scoreboard. And the only chant that went stadium wide all game was fix the scoreboard. And then everybody cheered. Besides that, um, everybody got into it when a guy from the fleet uh, 
scored a touchdown, but it looked like he threw the ball out of his hand right before he crossed the plane. Like, was it Deshaun Jackson? Did yeah, that? yeah, he did that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just being a knucklehead. And, and in my head, I'm thinking, whether you got this touchdown or not, this is why you're in the AAF. Because <laughs> yeah. the fact that you even did that. What are you? Yeah, I never understand two why steps, why steps. you would Hand do it that. Hand to the official, throw it into the crowd. There are so many options. Birth it like a baby or sleep on it like a pillow. Bike the ball like Gronk. <laughs> it's there's so it's like I never I never understood that. I never understand that. Why why would you ever drop the ball does before it, you that physically cool? cross the line? Does that does that look cooler? No. It, no, no, it doesn't. You look like a knucklehead. You you look like an idiot, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But in conclusion of going to an AAF game, it was hot. The stadium's a little too big, but it's one of the largest metro areas in America, and it makes sense why they picked it, because they can start in February. It would have filled up any place in Iowa, and we would definitely have a more into-the-game fan base like you see in San Antonio. You know, I saw a thing um, about... Um, Reddit or something about the AAF, and somebody made a good point. They're like, even if the AAF were to to fold in a few years and not exist anymore, at the very least, teams like San Antonio and Orlando or something like that, San Diego even, I think they should be absorbed into an expansion of the NFL because these cities have shown that they can support teams like that. I think San Antonio is very deserving of a pro football team now. I think Orlando is very deserving of a football team because they actually have, they're up there with uh, number wise with um, Birmingham or San Antonio. Birmingham, I don't know about like if an NFL team should go there. And it doesn't exactly have to be the San Antonio Commanders. It could be San Antonio, whatever you want it to be. I just think some of these, at the very least, the AAF has shown that some of these cities could support a pro football team and, and probably deserve one. I hear what you're saying um, with the comparison of like the NBA, ABA, where they bought out that league with the obligation that they take four teams from that league. Yeah, something like that. So yeah. that is, that's what happened. And so that was, it's like the Nets, the Pacers, I think, and two other teams were originally ABA teams and were absorbed into the NBA. But what I see here is you got to remember that the NFL is 30 old white guys in Shad Khan in a room. That's really what it is. There is one, well, no, the Saints owner died. So 20, 28 old <laughs> white guys, two old white ladies, because that's, that's Giants and yeah. Saints, yeah. and then Shad Khan. And so I got think, it from his dad. Yeah, I think that the NFL is going to want to go more global with their next expansion mm. because they could have reached out. I to don't San see the NFL expanding more as relocating. I think I don't see why. Why do you? Why do you need thirty-four teams? But that's why Jacksonville is going to go to England. I see. You know? I see the thirty. The thirty. Like why do you need thirty-four or thirty-six teams? You already have thirty-two, and you're already the best league probably the best league in pro sports you can't overexpand yeah you can can't kill you more exactly than yeah and every other league only has 30 teams right um the nfl yeah i i hear what you're saying i agree with you brandon about how it will be more relocation expansion and that's why i'm kind of iffy on what you're saying about the a well then move then move houston to san antonio <laughs> that i see someone moving, move jacksonville wanting, to orlando but my move thing houston is yeah why why what can what does orlando offer that 
Tampa Bay doesn't. Aren't they right next to each other? They're about an hour apart. Like, yeah. Like Raymond what's James the stadium? What's the difference? I four battle. War so I4. so isn't doesn't that make Tampa better? Bigger stadium. Oh yeah. It's bigger. That's and, what I mean. And less of a destination city, more of a people live here city. Yeah, and that I think going off of nothing. Jake's our Florida guy. Here. Well, I, <laughs> I never even lived in Florida, which is so funny. <laughs> My uncle lives there. Uh, but no, I, I understand what you're saying because with Tampa, you have, they've had the Buccaneers since the seventies. They've had that established. They have the Tampa Bay lightning, which just won the president's trophy, which means they had the best league best overall record in the league. What up five games less in the season. And they, they could easily have the most wins in NHL history. What up? And then they'll probably lose if they do that first round. <laughs> yeah. Didn't they do that last year? No, no, they, the last three times they've been in the playoffs, they have lost. They lost in the Stanley Cup. I was gonna, they did make the finals one year. I remember they that. lost in the Stanley Cup in six to the, the Blackhawks. And then the next two times that they went, they lost in the cha- conference championship in, in game seven. I'm sorry. I'll beat myself out, but it's a game seven and it upsets me. Anyway, point is Tampa makes more sense in Orlando. Well, Jake, I hear you saying that I, you're kind of bringing your own franchise down because you're comparing Tampa. that's why you knocked on the wood you're comparing well you're comparing the buccaneers as more of like a buffalo or green bay where this community has a grip that will never let go of this team until there is no one left in the town <laughs> that is really why i mean well yeah honestly i there's think one there's one that will never relocate and that's the if, Bay packers if you're owned by the community if you look at tampa i mean the rays aren't even that big there i mean they're no. technically in st petersburg and because uh, it's like Tampa and St. Petersburg, they're both on the bay. It's like uh, Oakland and the That's 49ers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you look at it that way. And then re- in reality, I think the biggest turnout fan wise is the Lightning because the Lightning is the best professional sports team they have. So, yeah, Orlando probably didn't need to be there. And they're so an hour apart. That, like, at least with Miami, it, like- uh, Miami's down in the bottom of the state. And it's, it's in Miami, a separate. Baby. It's Miami. Miami, and it's in a separate conference. It's in the AFC, not the NFC. It's a totally different thing. I we were talking about this. If there were to be an AAF team in Des Moines, it might. I don't think it would. You might have to put it in. You and I were talking about the UNI dome at some point. Well, that was Brandon's. Um, his original pitch, yeah, right? That yeah, was his good pitch. Because you you almost have to because of snow. That's yeah. That's that's kind of. The dome makes a lot of sense. Well, they love domes, and starting in February, the dome makes sense, and so it really, yeah, maybe Fargo will get one. Oh, that'd be cool. Or I don't think it's big enough. How big is the dome in Wichita? I could get something. You really Kansas think far you, enough north to where it's the same weather? They though? do want to grab the Midwest, so you got, would not, you got a dome in, but in like not Wichita, Wich- but like Wichita's basically Oklahoma. That's yeah. what I. That's how I if see. If you're gonna do that, Wichita is on the very south side of Kansas. If, As someone who just drove through all of Kansas twice in a week, you let don't me want tell to. You, there is Wichita, Topeka, and you know Lawrence. all of Kansas, but once you get. Wichita is right at the level where it turns into the dust. Like there's yeah. there's nothing oh, here but Kansas cow is the worst. I I would I would say that Kansas is worse than Nebraska to drive through, and and every once oh, once in a while, once you get to that point in South Kansas, there's those oil rigs, <laughs> randomly just those little ones in fields, and you're like, Dude, well, Wichita Oilers. There you go. Oh, <laughs> we tried that. <laughs> Didn't even stick. Houston Oilers. All right. 